Hi, I'm Liz Cully, and welcome back to Cool, Cool, Cool. Each week, I give you a glimpse into what I think is cool and chat with a ton of people that are definitely cool. No topic is off bounds unless, I guess, it's not cool. Welcome to Cool, Cool, Cool. I will be the first to admit that sometimes I make promises that I can't keep. One of those promises that I made not too long ago was that I was going to abstain from all of the Vanderpump talk. I didn't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't understand why it's everywhere. I mean, listen, I get it. Ten seasons of a reality show, fans are invested. I get it. I feel like it's a little bit too close to home. All of the restaurants were in my backyard for forever. I know many of the cast members through other people. None of them are my friends. I don't know any of them well. I've never shared a cocktail, a sandwich, nothing. I went to TomTom one time and was pretty horrified. It really felt like Vegas bachelorette vibes to me, similarly to how Sir has become sort of like a place that you take your aunt from, you know, Michigan who's come to visit you and she's dying to go to a sexy, unique restaurant. I never went to Villa Blanca. If I'm going to go eat in Beverly Hills, it's not going to be at Villa Blanca. And again, I'm not like, I'm sounding pretty shady. I know. It's just like you got to pick and choose. Listen, I like love after lockup. I'm not going to the prison to go see these people. I just sometimes I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know. So I promised you, I promised myself that I would not engage with the scandal. But sometimes things happen. Things change. And that is what happened to me just a few days ago when I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw uh, a friend of mine, Remy, who actually I've never even met in person. We thought we had met in person, but she really is an internet friend that happened through the pandemic, an incredible podcaster, um, really, really funny, really bright, like super smart, super pretty. I like her. And I was looking at her Instagram and she laid out a very interesting perspective that had not yet been discussed, or at least I had not seen discussed, about this ridiculous Tom Sandoval, Raquel, Ariana bullshittery. And, you know, I talk about it a lot. Um, I talk about how reality TV is really not all that reality. I mean, it's like not real, right? It's kind of a bummer given that we're in these strikes uh, right now with the WGA really trying to get what they should, which is more money and, and more residuals from the content that they write for particularly streamers. Because everybody then starts to just buy reality. That was really the big reality boom was the last time the WGA went on strike. But there are for sure scripts in reality. So it's tough because you're like, what's real, what's not? And Remy really broke down her thoughts and feelings on it all. I was under the assumption that this show was all about everybody like low-key swapping partners. Like seriously. I mean, I feel like everybody has dated everybody. Everybody kind of 
remains friends or then they're enemies, but that kind of works for the show. So here's what, um, what Remy had to say about uh, Vanderpump Rules. This might shock you, given mm-hmm. how Vanderpump, it's not even adjacent. I'm like in, in it. it. Yeah. Never watched an episode in my entire life. But that, I feel like that makes sense. Like really? there's a lot of, yeah, I watch a lot of stuff that I'm not involved in. And then a lot of stuff that I am in, I'm like, mm, that's really not my business. Yeah, it's just gotten a little off the rails. So I don't know if you followed this part, but my mm-hmm. dear friend, Jared, who is incredible. He's a cancer survivor. We've, I've known is Jared. Is he Allie's friend? Yes. Okay. Well, he's Britney's he did Britney's makeup for her wedding. He was actually technically supposed to do my makeup for my wedding, but unfortunately he got cancer. Oh <laughs> so he God. couldn't come. But he's become really close with Ariana. And all of a sudden, I like I went to Mexico because I needed to get the fuck out of here. And I, mm-hmm. if you can believe it, wasn't really on the internet. And I came back and it's like page <gasps> six cancer victim or uh, survivor, um, Jared Lipscomb, you know, blasts Tom Sandoval for talking about cancer or, you know, victims of cancer and people on chemo on Howie Mandel. And I was just like, when was that? Yeah, I don't. I I listened to the whole Howie pod. I don't remember the cancer part. Apparently he said something about chemotherapy, like made a joke about chemo, which is so gnarly oh was it the radiation joke yes yeah so he's told that joke before on Vanderpump Rules it was when I think Jax and Stassi were breaking up and Jax was like taking all of his shit out of Stassi's house and he goes what doesn't kill you makes you stronger like radiation or whatever and I because somebody like pulled up a TikTok of them, him saying the joke twice. And they were like, oh, he just like repeats the same joke over and over again. And I was like, or he's referencing himself. Like his head is so far up his ass that he's referencing himself from like nine years ago. See, okay. So, and this is what, what where you literally stopped me in my tracks. And mm-hmm. I read your whole post. My theory. Many slides. <laughs> Very well worth the read. I'm going to post All the it. slides that you can have in a carousel. Oh, yeah. I thought about that, actually. I was like, damn, this is thorough. But <laughs> it's so, I mean, I can't say like too, too much, but I have someone in my orbit that used to kind of work with Raquel. And a few months ago, we were having dinner at my house and I was asking mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. that's like the one chick on Vanderpump that I really have never met and I don't know anything about. I said, are you guys still working together? And my dear, dear friend was like, I can't work with her anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I really just can't be around it. I don't want to be. And I was like, she and she said, she's like, I can't talk about why, but I just don't want anything to do with this girl. And I'm like, wow, that's so that's pretty like strong you know what I mean? it felt yeah strange and strong she's very polar i mean i wouldn't even say polarizing like it feels like the whole world is against her and then there's also but it's it's confusing because she has been what we know of her has been this like sweet like do nothing person and there was some theory that i saw that somebody was like what if raquel like thought that she was genuinely like acting 
And like, that's why she's so brazen in some of the things she does. You know, like when Sheena like jokes about, oh, someone's going to have to tell Katie she can't come to the pool. Raquel takes that seriously. It's like, oh, that's marching orders for a scene, you know? And I like. Huh. That's an interesting theory. I mean, your theories of this all (laughs) are so interesting. So that's why. And I have pretty much, I have to be honest with you, Remy, I have almost refused to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Obviously, yeah. For those who listen, who know, I'm a weekly host on the Taylor Strecker show. Taylor mm-hmm. is best friends with Stassi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jax and Brittany go to my gym or used to. I have the Jared connection. They're, I famously, uh, infamously had a New Year's Eve kiss with uh, Lisa Vanderpump many years Ooh, ago. Ooh, jealous. I know. She has a great butt. I Like Virgos. so many, you know... Ken and I had a lots real of long crossovers. moment. Yeah, lots of crossovers. But I was Wait, like, what I, was your moment with Ken? Oh my God. I was at this, <laughs> this is like when I first moved to LA. I was so poor. I was so broke. And this woman who was looking to be my manager invited mm-hmm. me, which she declined. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Even though she was like courting me. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Bait and switch. Um, I know, right? So she invited me to this fundraiser at this house in Larchmont. It was stunning. It was like this old Tudor like mansion. Mm-hmm. And Lisa and Ken were there. And this is after my infamous kiss with Lisa. With and she Lisa. wasn't really talking to me. It was kind of strange. And Ken was there with the little, oh God, now I'm Jiggy. Gonna, Jiggy dog who was just like on his last legs. And yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And Love that little guy. <laughs> Just a little Muppet, you know, yeah. a little Muppet. And we, there was by the pool and, oh yeah, that's right. Because I was also trying to hook up with that one chick. Okay. Yes. It was a, it was a time. My early, it was a my, vibe. Mid, my mid twenties were really, it was something else. So I was talking to this chef, like this top chef alumni chick mm-hmm. that I was like trying to fuck and whatever. And then Ken and I, it was just weird. And we found ourselves to the corner of the pool with Jiggy and everybody kept trying to grab the dog. And as somebody who has a very adorable, cute little dog, you're protective when people try to fucking touch my dog. I'm like, don't touch my dog. She doesn't like it. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't try to touch the dog. And so we were inside Mm -hmm. and he sits back. He's like, these things are terrible, huh? I was like, yeah, (laughs) these things are pretty terrible. And he's like, you want to hold the dog? I was like, yes, I want to hold the dog. And so we let me hold the dog because I didn't ask. But anyway, um, so I haven't really talked about Vanderpump. Right. Obviously, Taylor Strucker doesn't want to talk about it. No, everybody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. I also would love for the all of the white women in the world who are talking about Vanderpump. I would love for them to talk about gun control and women's rights. Just have to say that nobody wants to hear me say this anymore. But Everyone, help us. Help our reproductive rights. <laughs> help each rights. other. Yeah. But when I came across your post. Yeah. <laughs> you really, I'm serious. I'm, I'm telling you, I was laying there. I'm like, holy shit. This is so fascinating to me because, and I want you to break down your theory because I'm going to yeah. not do it justice. But yeah. you were the first person, I think for me to see that isn't like, you know, a Bravo obsessive account, which like love them dearly, but whatever. Mm. Who's just like, fuck her and fuck him. It truly to me as somebody who's never seen the show, that dude 
is gnarly. Like, I don't know why you'd want to fuck him. I totally. don't understand it. I, you know, I, I just, she, I did meet her once with, when she was with James, which she, again, you're right. She like kind of seems doe eyed, like whatever. Mm -hmm. But your theory to me seems so incredibly spot on and accurate and also feels so like much. someone that not only understands the show, but also understands the industry very well. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. So if you don't mind. Of course. Will you please explain your masterfully. My masterful theory. It's so which good, I have. Remy. It's so kind of you to say that I'm not a Bravo obsessive account because since Scandal broke in March, it's like one of the only things I've been posting about. But no, I'm not like a Bravo branded thing, but I do tend to hyper fixate on things, mm -hmm. especially things where like anthropology is involved. And like that, besides like the fact that like there's so many colors and like everything's like fun and like you get to see into people's lives, like that's what reality TV is good for, especially Bravo. Yep. Seeing how different groups of people interact in different parts of the countries, how they react to conflict, how they withhold their or uphold their friendships, all this stuff. So I've been watching Vanderpump since day one and I've interviewed Ariana and for that and I've hung out with her and she's really fucking cool. And for that reason, I didn't want to talk about it either for a very long time because I was like, this is so fucked up, like. Like capitalizing off of something so horrible which i feel but like can i just interject really quickly i don't know lala i saw her one time at the park i yeah. know we have friends in common i'm sure i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this mm. i'm finding her a little reaction this is a lot i'm like babe you i think she's just so vindicated right now because she's hated raquel for the whole time okay and fine, like, fair enough See, her I don't and know i are that. both virgos and so mm. there's like a feeling when and other people get this too, but like when you enter into a group of people and everybody loves this one person and you're always like, uh-uh. Yeah. Like something's wrong, you know? And then like finally everyone finds out you're like, it's like better than an orgasm for me. Um, so I think that's the wave that Lala is riding, is she's okay. just like coming all over Raquel right now. But um, so my theory, because the the second that I found out about like Tom and Raquel hooking up, I initially wasn't going to make that big of a deal about it. But then I saw everybody else getting really, really riled up. And like, I was like, oh yeah, this is really upsetting. But why is it so upsetting? And why did it make it to news outlets like this time? And like, the reason I think that is, is because we, the audience, have seen this happen before. Ten years ago, Tom literally did this exact same thing. to Not exact same thing because Ariana and Kristen weren't friends. But Tom laid the groundwork for a relationship uh, before he was done with his old one. And ten years ago when he did that, we all took his side. And we were like, there's no way like Kristen is telling the truth. Like she's the crazy one, whatever. Like we were all living in like a very like internalized misogynistic time. And then since then we've developed more language about narcissism and gaslighting. We've had the Me Too movement and women have just been like kind of waking up a little more and been like, oh, maybe we were wrong. So this time when he tried to do it again, we were like, nah, uh, 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 uh. We've seen this and this time we're more educated. So you won't be able to pull over the wolves on our eyes. My theory 
is that Tom doesn't realize the changes that we've made in the past 10 years. And Tom set his sights on Raquel more than three seasons ago, maybe three seasons ago. Like the TLDR of my theory is that Tom has been planning this for three seasons and mapping it out the same way that he did to Kristen to, and then got her off the show. Um, well, he didn't get her off the show, but the fact that she left the show, I think he was like, oh, I've done this before. I'm tired in my relationship. There is a new girl on the show that like I find very attractive. I think it would be really good if I break up with Ariana at some point and then come back with this new girl. But there's a few steps that need to happen first, because at this point, Ariana's reputation is through the roof. Like everybody loves her. And she's also the reason why everyone has started to like Tom more. Like she's really part of his redemption arc because he was just kind of like a slime before. Um, He is so gnarly, though. Yeah, I find Ariana very hot. My previous hottest podcast, person in the world. We my previous podcast. We try to get her on it to talk about mm-hmm. being bisexual. She yeah. declined. Be, I think probably because of Tom, which you had. You'll yeah. develop your theory. Yeah, but <laughs> she wouldn't come on. Obviously, Darren knows her. I was like, try, we were so bummed, yeah. but she's like very hot. Yes, and v- seems chill. So anyway, and continue. the fact that she doesn't even realize it as much as she should is heartbreaking, but. And for people who watched the fact that Raquel was like talking about Ariana's body issues and being like, maybe that's the reason why her and Tom aren't doing well. Like you are. That is a diabolical thing to say. Um, Jesus. So I think, yes, Tom set his sights on Raquel and Raquel, as we know, joined the show as James's girlfriend. I don't think she ever like liked him that much. I think she was a big fangirl of the show. Everyone has said that. Like, I think even she has said that she was a fan of the show first. And so the entire time she was dating James, I was like, okay, this girl just either doesn't know her worth or she's here to get camera time. Right. And I think Tom saw that too. And he was like, we're kind of the same mind. Like, I'm still in my relationship because it looks good. Like, there's so many times that he's called his relationship a brand um, or like in this recent episode, he got mad at Ariana because they didn't take a picture together at Sheena's wedding. And he's like, and that doesn't show closeness. And she's like, to whom, you know, like to everyone else, like, is our relationship about other people? Like, no, it's about quality time with me. Um, Ariana also doesn't do just anything for the show. She's not willing to like throw her relationship under the bus. Like she, she takes her life seriously. Right. Um, whereas Raquel, like I said, I think might be seeing this as like an acting job mm. um, a little bit. So I think that Tom and Raquel have had a lot of flirtations. They party together. The whole group of them party together all the time. And maybe they had a kiss once or whatever. And he was like, Raquel, like you should break up with James. And like, then like we could be together. And she'd be like, wait, but then like, won't everyone hate me because they like love Ariana? And he's like, they liked Kristen like before I broke up with her and got with Ariana. Like, I've done this before. Everybody on this show has had breakups and has cheated. Everyone always gets over it. Like, I think it would be good. And they like set the wheels in motion. And I think part of that, too, is like it was always kind of unexplained why Tom Sandoval paid so much for James's proposal to Raquel. 
And Sheena was saying it on her podcast that she's like, oh, he wanted to increase production value. And then that got my brain. And she and I was like, why? And I was like, to bolster Raquel's position in the group. Because right now she was still just girlfriend. If she becomes fiance, she gets so much more camera time. If it's a big proposal, that's like even more, you know, like it'll be a, a buildup for her. And he knows that. And I think he also knows that she genuinely didn't want to go through with it, but that she she would go through all the events and not give a fuck that like it's not real. Well, yeah, because as you or said, that, you she's know, like acting. Yeah. And if you rewatch the reunion where Raquel and James announced their breakup, Tom is the only one who doesn't look surprised, but is trying to act like he looks surprised. Like Ariana is like gobsmacked. And Tom's just kind of like his eyes are like darting around. Um, and then there's other compilations that other people have put together of like just him looking at her all the time and him always being like Raquel, Raquel, like <laughs> when she was having issues making speeches, he'd be like, OK, Raquel, OK, Raquel, Raquel, Raquel. Like, I think he's been fixated on her for a long time. I think she's very malleable. And there is like there is something about her that makes me feel bad going in on her so much because I'm like, she's clearly just not there. Like she doesn't have, how could she have any close relationships if she treats people like this? And if she genuinely doesn't understand. And I will interject and say from the people that I know that worked with her, I don't know how kind she is or was Mm -hmm. to like, Stylist, hair and makeup team, makeup teams, like oh, that, eight, and that like, shows that you're a trash bag because exactly <laughs> like PAs, like I think, not. I'm not yeah. saying to Raquel specifically. I'm saying to any person, if you are mean to anyone doing a job for you, like fucking get over yourself. It's like the biggest ick for me when I was dating, and if somebody was like rude to a waiter, like I ended up, a fr- I ended a friendship because somebody was rude to a waiter. Oh, I, well, first of all, as you should, anyone yeah. that's rude to any. Yeah, I went out with a with a woman once and she was so rude to this man who was delivering something to the house. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I just couldn't wrap my I mean that was like indication number 1 that she was a trash bag as you said. But yeah, yeah. I think that Raquel and you're right, it's so interesting because I, I you know what I keep thinking about with these people and mm. even with some of my other friends that are on reality. Yeah. What do you do for work? After like <laughs> it is a long life, yeah. Like Raquel is what thirty years old or something like that. Not like, yet. She's not even thirty. No, she made like, a big deal of I'm still the only one in our twenties. But what happens <laughs> like in your life? Because listen, I don't know. Pop- I used to think about that with like athletes and like you know well, athletes anything, are rich like- though. Reality TV, you're not like that rich. I don't, the fact that these people can buy two million, sorry, two point five million dollar homes with like just being themselves is crazy to me. Um, yeah, it is. It's really crazy. But it's yeah, wild. I, I don't, okay. I don't so know you know where people go? Um, more shows. Lala wants to go to Housewives. I don't know if she would like make it in Housewives. I think she would. You think so? Yeah, you know, I, didn't, I didn't think she would make it on Vanderpump because I was like, who is this girl? And now she's like, she is she is part of it. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'll, I interviewed Kat Sadler, who mm-hmm. I think would also be great on how she's too chill and like doesn't really drink very much anymore. Like, I don't think I Kat, don't drink. What'd you say? 
Oh, would be good on the show? Yeah, she doesn't like, she was just like, yeah, I was talking to Andy about it for a while, but like, I think in the end, like, I just wouldn't make for good TV. But I think Lala, yeah, and Lala doesn't drink but anymore. Lala's but Lala's sober, yeah. I know, and but she knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd be good on it. They should, I think she'd be, yeah. But Raquel's whole thing, too, was that, <laughs> it's funny that you say she's not kind, because everyone, her thing was never kind. It was nice. It's easy to be nice. Nice is very surface. Kind mm. is empathy and like feeling and stuff. And like this whole season, we really haven't seen any kind. And mm. that kind of makes me wonder, like, how did her and Ariana get so close? Like how Katie said it really well, where she's like, take you and your six personalities out of here. Like, I think Raquel has like a tailored personality for like anyone she's with, mm. which I kind of understand because I like become kind of the people that I'm with. Yeah. But yeah, never in this like malicious, like, like, who is she? Do you also think, I mean, I had kind of heard rumors swirling just in LA that Vanderpump was really struggling and could potentially have been canceled mm -hmm. because they just didn't like none of these people even work at the fucking restaurant anymore. The mm -hmm. restaurant just closed. Pump's donezo. Pump is donezo. So sad. Which, I looked at flights the day I found out and then I was just like, I can't do that. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'll meet you there. The food is so gnarly, though. But yeah. whatever. I mean, all those restaurants are like. Mm. It's like Disneyland for adults. It is totally Disneyland for adults. But do you think that also perhaps the producers pushed this relationship as well and that they knew, too? Maybe. But like. That is very crash and burn your whole world for a show. And again, if they did then these people who agreed to it are still like wild. Like he's still yeah. doing that to Ariana. She's still doing that to Ariana. Even if it is for the show, like I don't think she was in on it. No, I don't think Ariana. I mean, I again, I've never seen it, but it doesn't feel like she was. So yeah. do you think Tom thought it was going to blow up this big? Cause, no, like, I think he was going to use this season as planting seeds that Ariana is a depressed, sexless person who doesn't buy batteries, toilet paper, or pens, and so for that reason should get dumped. Um, but he didn't anticipate that she would have so much tragedy in this season that like, she's been dealing with the death of her dog, the death of her grandmother, and he's just still trying to insert these lines of like, oh, we shouldn't be together, oh, like, you don't even like me or whatever. And she's like, I'm depressed. Like, but I will try really hard. Like, and he said in the Howie Mandel interview, he's like, yeah, I like took her to therapy because like I wanted to like break up with her there to soften the blow. But then she just like started getting like amazing and like taking all the notes I was saying in therapy. And I was like, so doing all the shit that you br that you do therapy for, like you're getting mad at her for making an effort. Like, why couldn't you just break up? I just can't, I, you know what? Maybe I'm so surface. I just can't understand why a hot girl like that would want to fuck a dude that looks like that and sounds like that. And, and I just watched this video of him singing. Remy, I couldn't handle it. I'm like, what is the singing thing? Where I'm going like, to say something triggering, but this, okay, the singing is awful. However, the way the light hits his abs in some of those videos, I'm like, I get it. What? I know. It's the, really bad. And I have friends that have met him in person that are like, he's very like intoxicatingly hot in person. And she's always been very attracted to him. And like, 
God. I hope yeah. she is having the best sex of her life with somebody else right now. Same. So you didn't think it was, so you think that Tom had, was planning this for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think? So you think his outcome was. I think he planned to break up with her this season at the reunion mm. so that you wouldn't have to see any of the fallout maybe, but he wanted to see, he wanted you to see the leading up to the, their relationship falling apart. Mm. Um, yeah, and then okay. they would have taken a break from the reunion. He would have started officially dating Raquel and then they would have been together in the next season. What do you think is going to happen now? I don't know. Like, they, they're renewed for another season now. Oh, 100%. Which you were, yeah. you were saying that the show, like, potentially was on the rocks. A lot of people are saying that that speech Lisa gave on this week's episode that was like, I've seen you all grow from all of the struggles that the boys have had to Ariana and La La, whatever. Good people are saying Good that impression. sounds like a, thank you, sounds like a end of show, not just end of series or end of season speech and end of show speech. Like, and it kind of does mm-hmm. because where would the drama have gone? I mean, I guess we don't see the sandwich show, shop open up and all that stuff, but, um, it very well sandwich could have been shop. What are you talking about? A sandwich shop? Lisa oh my Barrett. god, Liz! No, Katie and Ariana are opening a sandwich shop called Something About Her. What? Something about her? What has that have to do with sandwiches? I will say, Los Angeles sandwiches. There's like three places to get a sandwich. See, so and the sandwiches did look good. Um, potato chips. If anyone's wondering, potato chips. I used to live literally on that street and had to make myself not get those sandwiches. Ooh. All about the bread. Very controversial, what I'm about to say. I okay. prefer to Bay Cities. Okay. It's from these guys who used to work at Bay Cities and they spun off. And then the other place is really Bay Cities. And those are the only three places to get sandwiches. So you can get a sandwich, yeah. Oh, Uncle Polly's, not my vibe. And that's also going to get me into a lot of hot water because I know Paul, like, it's fine. It's, Listen, you, uh, it's okay. Different taste makes the world go round. But that's four places in all yeah, of Los Angeles. Four, yeah, to no, get a they sandwich. needed a m- more sandwich shops, and I think nothing inspires people more than like two women who have exes that are best friends that are also like suffering in business. Like it's that's going to light a fire under their asses. But why would it be called something? What a dumb name for a sandwich shop. Somebody said that it should have been called the the better half. Uh, see. Where's that person? That's I genius. But I initially didn't like the name of Schwartz and Sandys, and now I'm like, it's kind of perfect. What's the other bar? It's Schwartz and Sandys, and then there's another one, right? Tom Tom. Oh, it's just those. Yeah, I was with Jeff Lewis on Saturday, and it was mm-hmm. very bravoed out. It was mm-hmm. like MJ, Jeff Lewis, we were there for John Hill's comedy show and they all, I guess they went to Schwartz and Sandy's, but I think they called, they like mixed the name and they're like, do you want to come? And I was like, you know. To Sand and Schwartzies. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to like not do that with you, but have fun. But okay. So you, all right. Now I saw a teaser where the question was posed, I believe from Lala to Tom, do you love Raquel? Mm -hmm. And it like pauses. Mm-hmm. Do you think they, it doesn't seem like they're together really anymore. I, I don't think he likes the fact that she hasn't been able to h- take the heat. I don't know. Like you think that he's just kind of like, fuck, you just, you couldn't stay in the game. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
Or maybe like because everything went wrong, he's like, well, now we're never going to be looked at as the way that I wanted to be looked at. So I don't even need to. But he's still I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with their relationship because the entire cast has said, well, they might as well try to make it work because they've blown up their whole lives otherwise. Yeah. Well, that's what like, my, I'm like. If I mean, how fake was this? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the homophobia? Obviously. Okay. So this is part of my theory, which is that I don't think. Oh, yeah. Tom, I love this part. I love this part. I love this part. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I don't think Tom knows how to express the fact that it hurt his feelings that Ariana and Lala hooked up in the back of the car, even though he said it was okay, even though the next day he was like so happy to tell all the boys, ooh, like my girlfriend's bisexual, like outing her, by the way, before she was ready for that. Uh, they went down on each other, like da da da, like he 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 he. And then Ariana was like, hey, can you not like just like blast my sexuality everywhere before like I'm cool with it? And he was like, okay. And then it hit the public. And I think a lot of people were saying like, oh, Tom got cucked. You know, like this is embarrassing. Like he should be embarrassed and blah, 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 whatever. And then I think he took that very sensitively, but didn't know how to tell her without sounding homophobic um, because he sounded like very ignorant many times. Like he's like always getting mad that he can't yell at women because he's a quote unquote cyst male. Oh, that um, I saw. I d somebody <laughs> did send that to me and I was like, this guy. Yikes. So yeah. I think I think that like he was like, oh, I act that actually didn't look good for me. And actually, like, I wouldn't want to be with her, but I don't want to break up with her because I don't want to appear homophobic. So yeah, I, I think he just thinks about his outward appearance more than like what's actually going on. I mean, it would appear that way. Yeah. Also, that's the couple I'd like to have is Lala and Ariana. Wouldn't you? I would love it. Oh, and they should go on the Housewives mm -hmm. as a couple. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Raising little ocean. Mm hmm. Honestly, though, Ariana doesn't want children. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, that's or, or we don't know because she's frozen her eggs. And thank God Tom did not fertilize them. Thank God. Thank God. Well, interesting. She doesn't want kids, but she froze her eggs. Hmm, she smart. wants options. Yeah. She wants options. Fair enough. Well, because I'm kind of on that track now. You are. I'm thinking you should about, freeze them. I don't I'm know how old thinking you about are. freezing an egg or two. You should. Because yeah. let me tell you, I'm 37 right now and I'm turning mm -hmm. 38. And I'm like, oh, shit. I did a a hormone check or whatever and it says like my egg count is probably low but i'm also like okay whatever but now it's like do or motherfucking die time and mm -hmm. you're engaged no oh i just have I, a long-term boyfriend yeah long-term boy right, right, right. i thought yeah. i thought i knew you were in a long-term relationship but yeah at least you've got endless supply of sperm should you want it, it totally you should for you he is if you can factory. afford it yeah do it. that's the thing but i my mom was like i'll help you freeze an egg i was like okay sick take yeah. your mom up on that i tried with yeah. my mom but my mom actually is a real narcissist not like everybody mm. just calls everybody a narcissist now without mm -hmm. actually understanding what that is so mm -hmm. when i said to my mom years ago is there any way like does anyone want to help me pay for this she's like well i had you at 40 yeah 
Well, okay, right. But I'm not talking about you. I had you at 40 and I had your brother at 39. No mm-hmm. problems. I'm like, right, we're not the same person. I understand she that thinks you think- you're um, insulting her genes. She's like, my genes could do it. Why couldn't your genes do it? <sighs> Just like, oh, you're an extension of me. I know. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, you should freeze an egg. Um, wow. Okay. Interesting. Do you think that it's it'll still be called Vanderpump? Yeah, I guess it is. It doesn't yeah. matter if the restaurant's there or not. Well, Pump also wasn't the first restaurant. Pump was like the third. Her first restaurant was Villa Blanca. Right, which is ben that even Sir. around? No, Villa Blanca's long gone. Interesting. And now she's yeah. got the Vegas one. That's what yeah. she should do. They should just have a Vegas restaurant. That's like what they do. They I know, but I'm just saying that's oh, that's oh yeah, because Pump is have? Dunzo too, right? What Pump in Vegas? No, Pump in West Hollywood. Pump in West Hollywood is closing, um, and then Sir is closing. No, no, just Pump. Yeah, got it. Yeah, Pump was really um, bad. But the thing is, so when Lisa was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Villa Blanca was like the thing. Then she opens up Sir, and Vanderpump Rules starts. And the thing that Lisa says about sir the first thing she says is villa blanca is where you take your wife and sir is where you take your mistress and it is just so eye-opening to me because that that is the theme of the show it's not women cheating on men it's men cheating on women um like the women do cheat to like i guess Kristen, but not as much as the guys like this has been always a show yeah. about boys being boys and covering for each other and again like back what i said at the beginning we didn't have the vocabulary or we just didn't care because we had so much internalized misogyny that we were like yes boys go out do whatever you want these witches of weho are like really shrill you know um and now like we just know so much more and it's this scandal it's so big and and people on the outside are like who cares like it's literally it wasn't the show built on cheating and it's like yes exactly it was <laughs> and then we thought we grew and now we're back here at the beginning hmm and we're and it sounds like to a very comfortable and happy place i mean i haven't gotten as much serotonin ever since i have since the scandal broke there's always something new yeah every I mean, morning it just seems like it's never ending that's why mm-hmm. when i read your theory i was like oh yeah this totally makes sense this dude groomed this chick to do like totally what he needed her to do she the show had already been it's always I didn't interesting. use the word groom but yes <laughs> oh i use no, that okay. liz cully i did yeah. um but i or manipulated her into his fucking scheme but you know yeah, he had a scheme. And if, you, a scheme. if I didn't explain it well enough, it's still there on my Instagram hard post. Oh, I'll be posting that, it. That important. <laughs> okay. You should pin that puppy. Yeah. Pin it right up to yeah, the top. I'm, I'm really uh, right next to diet time writing tomorrow. It. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> do you feel as passionate about any other re- like Bravo shows as you do to Vanderpump? Um, I felt very passionately when Erica Jane was doing her lying mm. or what I thought was lying um, post-Tom divorce. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was really nuts when Vicky's uh, Brooks was lying about having cancer and she seemed like she was involved in that scheme. Like anytime there's a scheme 
on a reality show, I really like to think into it because I'm like, how did these people think they were going to get away with it? Jen Shaw. The audacity of signing up for a show when you know you're defrauding people and still going through with filming, thinking that you're going to come out looking okay. Like, it's just, it's a level of audacity I don't personally think I will ever understand. Well, actually, speaking of narcissism, I think it is because I, my wife had never watched really like any Bravo mm -hmm. until Salt Lake. Uh -huh. Salt Lake is very, the first two seasons of Salt Lake, and really the first one is so good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did you watch it or no? Yeah. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I, Mary Crosby, like it was just wild. It was wild. It was great. Never like, in my days did I think that someone would be married to their step-grandfather. And the money. And listen, I, and when Heather Gay and I first started to become friends, I said, and we actually, we put it on the show as mm -hmm. well, just because the answer was not what I had expected. I said, like, whose closet do you, would you want to raid? And she's mm. like, dude, Mary Cosby's closet and the one-off, like, rare Chanel, like, just the sight. I mean, that woman, yeah. it just out of control. The embezzling of the church, allegedly. All <laughs> of it's just so intense and so good. But I asked my wife, I'm like, why the fuck would you go on reality TV? Teresa, like, these people go to jail. Yeah. Like, they're doing very clear, fucked up, financial fraud, tax yeah. fraud, embezzling, you know, like whatever, wire, like mm -hmm. what? That's very obvious when you're displaying how much wealth you have. And it is a competition. Those yeah. housewives now has become like who's richer than rich. Why would you do that? My Why? wife who is a yeah. therapist is like, this is because they do not believe. They believe they are so smart mm -hmm. and so cunning that they won't get caught. Right. And, and so they want to, you know what I mean? It's like. What? That's what somebody said about Tom Sandoval. They were like, and they wrote under my theory. They were like, he's not smart enough to get away with this. And I'm like, no, but he thinks he is. That's, yes, I did. That's that. why he did it. He thinks he is. Jen thinks she is. Also, both of them have taken loans from their mothers. For things that they know either are fraud or they are not working hard enough on. Tom literally doesn't work on Schwartz and Sandy's. Even Schwartz called him out. Like no backbone, backbone Schwartz was like, we could have opened, but you've been getting your nails done and like going to band practice. Like how can yeah. you take money from your family and still not put in the work, but also still have cameras following you not doing the work and not caring? Yeah, it's wild. It's it's an interesting thing. I mean, listen, I I hope I think Ar Ariana's going on Dancing with the Stars, right? Fuck yeah. I can't I'm, wait. I wish Len Goodman hadn't died. I would have loved to see him judge her. I know, right? Yeah. I I'm really hoping that this next he season is like just Witches of WeHo and their sandwich girl. What is it like? There's something girls about that you her. know. Something about her. <laughs> There's the worst girls sandwich. that you know. The girls that you know. I actually think that's a better name than <laughs> something about her, quite frankly. Something um, about her looks good in its font, though. You know what it's, it feels like? Something about her feels like one of those like MLM uh, vibrant yeah. like, sex toy yeah. like things. Little you know sex what I mean? toy like, spawn con. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like so weird anyway. Or like an intimate like 
you know, vagina spray. Yes. Like something about her. You're like, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah. that's rather here nor there. I I really hope there I really hope it just goes like sapphic. I would love I would love it. Ariana to get a girlfriend potentially. Yeah. If that's something that she's interested in, or Lala or whatever. I just I hope these these brujas really go hard mm-hmm. in the paint. Mm-hmm. You know, I do too. I feel like they need to break the sapphic ceiling because we're all we're all bisexual at this point, right? Like a bunch of us, but none yeah. of us have dated. I'm saying on the show, you know, we we haven't seen a girl on girl relationship because I think the patriarchy does does still hold strong, and compet is real, and um, fair. That, that's why these people do need to date the men to get on the show. Like, it's very rare. I think James is the only one who dated a woman to get on the show. Feminist icon dating Kristen. Um, social climbing. James the also, I saw, I've just seen very strange clips again. of I, James came actually with Raquel too. It's like so weird. Also, like Taylor was there. What a fucking, before, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, they came to an event that I was doing and he just seems a little like robotic to me but I keep seeing these clips where he's he would be hard I think for me to film with or to have a relation he's like acting like a baby I mean he just seems very antagonistic I think he's so funny but also very antagonistic but he also he he looks good this season because everybody else looks so bad that says a lot yeah good for him yeah and that's why Raquel, too, we were all rooting for her. I say this in my theory. Like, she was doing great because she was on the show. She was in a committed relationship. And she was the better of the two of them. Like, even my dad walked in when I was watching uh, last season. And he was like, oh, she's going to break up with him. She should. She's, she's too good for him. And I was like, I agree. And then when they did break up, he was like, I knew it. Thanks, Dad. Like I love it. Yeah. It was she was she was doing well. And it's it's easy to do well if you're just trying to look better than the other people in proximity. Would you go on reality TV? No, I've I, I've been in the background of a lot of shows. Um and I performed on a comedy show on Real Housewives of New York, but I don't think oh, I, no, would, I know. Okay. Which speaking of, Leah has been texting me nonstop this entire fucking recording. No way. And I'm like, Leah, <laughs> will you just chill out? Um, oh, actually, yes, duh, you should. Sorry, I have to respond to her. She was in my favorite show, the other two, and oh, I, she didn't tell me. Wait, and I like has it come out yet? Mm-hmm, her episode three, and I just oh wrote God. her. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like hello and she just was like oh my god should i put it in my grid i'm like yeah yeah right now it's so good um yeah it's my favorite show uh night that i did stand up was the first night i saw leah like they hadn't announced the new cast member yet but since we were performing for them we got to see them i was like oh that'll be her i know and then like darren told her like bullying story for the millionth time and leah was just like wait is this the girl you're you're doing your podcast with i'm like yes that's her Mm -hmm. i'm like what's happening where are you and she's like i don't know i'm at this like comedy show i'm like Fair enough. <laughs> Quote unquote um, comedy show. Uh, yeah. Um, so you, yeah, you've been background. I know I was very tired and I didn't attend a couple weeks ago. Um, I've become, clo- I've become like close with Sutton Strack. Nice. <laughs> I love Sutton. She's Sutton so is cute. Like a, she's really cute, but she's also like, we just have a very, again, strange overlap of people mm-hmm. in our lives. Um, 
especially like with her work with the American Ballet. Like it's so waspy and so random and whatever. And so she's been very kind and we've been like hanging out. And so she's like, okay, Liz, I'm filming um, my, the you know, a re, uh, five-year anniversary, which like, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it was not her five-year anniversary, but whatever, it doesn't okay. matter. And I didn't go, which is, I should have, and she was kind of pissed. She's like, I told you to come, but I would have had to get full glam no, of like kind of feel. Oh Unless no, you're Remy, like a I'm main psycho. character though. Like, no, no, I don't mess around. No, I'm like psycho. We're so I would have to blurry get full in the glam. background. Oh, fair enough. And then I went to the Kyle by Eileen Double two. Taker yeah. two. Yes, yeah. And I was the only one of my friend group who signed the release to be in the show. Mm-hmm. And you're right, totally blurred. And then I was at the infamous OC Hamburger Mary's drag show, which Ooh. Jared Lipscomb, it all comes back, Full was circle. hosting. And um, I witnessed whatever, the this little kind of Christian woman who was on the show getting really upset about drag and like Tamara was there. And anyway, mm. I you can see like my hand. Nice. I, I really tried to push myself forward into these shows and it's not happening. Yeah. Apparently I would be terrible on reality TV. I have two so, little background spots in different summer house parties where- Oh, that tracks. All I really got was like people being like, did you go to this party? And I was like, I did. <laughs> Do you watch Summer House or no? Because you like know oh, them yeah. all. Oh yeah, no, I I uh, I still watch Summer House. I did know Kyle and Carl before, but like it doesn't really take away from it to me. Um, I, I, hmm. Summer House is a an interesting phenomenon because I used to be part of Summer Houses or like I'd go to people's Summer Houses when they would do those shares and stuff, and so I always thought that was like a cool concept for a show. Um, and I just started watching the new one too. I like it. So you wouldn't do reality. No, and I I was asked to do a show a long time ago that I was like about to sign, and then I was like, no. What like, show? I just it's a it's a British show. It's called Made in Chelsea. It's been running for like years. Yes, there. yeah. And they did a season where they came to New York, and they needed like New York friends. And I'm from the city, so they reached out to a lot of people I knew from high school, group of like few of my friends. And one of them actually signed on and started dating one of the main girls, became like a main cast member or whatever. But yeah, I was like, what they, what production, I can say this now, I don't have a contract, but they wanted me to be the girl to tame the bad boy. And I was like, I watch reality TV. That girl always comes out looking very stupid. Mm. I'm not going to do that. You're like, I'm the bad girl, so that doesn't work. Yeah, no, I, but like, I, I'm not going to try and tame some narcissist and look like some idiot, you know? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I've only, re- the only serious reality thing that ever came to me was the real L word. And I mm. wasn't out at the time. Oh, my God. Um, But Rose Garcia, who I adore, um, who's unfortunately going through cancer right now she's amazing i know it's terrible ovarian cancer she's a fucking g she's the best she and whitney were like i just moved to la and i think people just like didn't get it was actually really funny i'll share the story now so last night i went to this event and i saw some of these i don't like hang out in the lesbian scene i never felt comfortable in it Mm -hmm. i didn't get it I was so broke. I had a million jobs. I was like auditioning. I just like wasn't in it, you know? And 
Rose had suggested to Magical Elves that I would be like a good addition because I was like kind of like the bougie girl from San Francisco. Okay. And like we had friends in common and they knew my ex-boyfriend really well. So they're like, this will be like a great storyline. But they had real sex on that show. Like right. sex. Yes. And I was like, yo, dude, that's some crazy yeah. shit. I'm not having sex on a show. And I wasn't out. And I'll never forget like going back and forth and back and forth. And I called my mom who I wasn't even out to. And I was like, oh, there's this opportunity to be on this show. And she was like, if you feel uncomfortable with me watching it, then you shouldn't do it. And uh, I was like, ooh, okay. Like there's yeah. the end of the end for me there. But that was really the only Not a great thing. rule to live by, by the way. Like there's a lot of things you should do that you wouldn't want your parents to see. It's like my whole <laughs> life. But last yeah. night it was very funny because I don't really hang out in the scene. I never really felt comfortable with it. I went to this like Netflix pride thing last night and I ran into this girl who I've known forever here. And she's a party promoter in the lesbian scene. And um, I just, I was speaking to her friend about who just moved here from New York, who's an actor. And I was like, you know, I just never like, I always feel really uncomfortable at these parties. And I don't know. I just don't I feel like everyone talks shit about me and is judging me. And Anna Goodman, who I will call out on this podcast because mm -hmm. she'll die, but she looks and she's like, Liz, nobody in the scene has any idea who you are. <laughs> Humble me. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. cool. She was like, no one, like, no one knows. I was like, okay, well, I guess I should attend your dyke. Uh, it's called dyke night out or whatever, dyke dive bar, or whatever the fuck. And I went. And you know what? I went for five seconds and I didn't feel comfortable. Mm. And I left. Mm -hmm. It was show tunes. They were playing nothing but show tunes. See, I would have loved. Oh, okay. Well, next time you come to LA, I'll take you. And you can get up Thank on the mic you. and sing, yes, sing a ditty. I will. And it'll be uh, better than Tom Sandoval. I am sure it will. Um, you're the best. You're the best. No, I I feel like you're a big famous podcaster. Stop Beth it. Is. Your podcast. You're have you're coming all the time. It's great. I'm like so into it. Oh, thank you. And there you have it. Listen, I think Remy's right. I think this whole thing was planned. I think this guy, he gives me like major weasel vibes. I, again, I don't know him. He could be lovely. I mean, but I think that's kind of hard to argue now, but I don't know. You know, you got to give people, I, people are multidimensional. People are layered. There are plenty of people that don't like me. There are plenty of people who have met me on the wrong day and I've been rude. Fine. Or they're like, eh, Liz is like a bitch or she's not that smart or whatever. Obviously, I'm not a bitch. Obviously, I'm super smart. So they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, right? So like Tom could be this like very deep and layered guy. I don't know. But I will say, I feel real bad for people that spend 10 seasons on a reality show. I really do, actually. And I know I brought up the question, like, what does this girl do afterward? But I seriously think about it. I think about it as a young person myself. I'm not really young. I should really stop saying that. I mean, young relative to like, <laughs> what, right? But I'm a middle-aged person. Ooh, I don't think I've ever <laughs> said that before, but whatever. I'm middle-aged, right? I'm like 37 years old. What? I'm always worried about my job. I'm always worried about the industry. Vice filing bankruptcy. MTV news collapsing, BuzzFeed going away. That shit 
makes me nervous. The WGA going on strike, affecting hundreds of thousands of jobs. Seriously, the last time the WGA went on strike, it cost California ancillary jobs, people just not even in the industry, almost $3 billion in lost wages. It's like some serious shit. So I do feel for the people who spend the majority of their money-making years on reality TV. It worry, I'm, like they're, I'm like worried for them because I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do next? You know what I mean? And I think that the stakes are so high to stay on these shows. So that's why Remy, her, her perspective, just it just seemed right to me. You know, I think the desperation to get a paycheck, stay on a show, I, I completely understand it. I'm not saying that it's necessarily right to cheat on people and fuck around and and mishmash your real life with reality life. I, again, doesn't seem like a lot of fun to me, but I'm like not here to judge it. But I do really wonder, like wh- I'm always, I love the like clickbait, you know, like look what happened to this person. I love it because I'm always, I think we become invested and I'm always curious, like, well, do you go back to your hometown? Like, what job are you getting? And what are you doing? You know, the, that's why the real world, brilliant. Like seeing the original cast members on Paramount Plus and all those shows was like amazing because I loved seeing what happened to people and how their life unfolded. And obviously very different back then because we didn't have social media. But anyway, I don't know. These are my final thoughts on Vanderpump Rules. Ariana is very hot, and I really hope she considers having at least somewhat of a long-term or any term of a relationship with a woman just to see how it goes, too. Mm, I don't understand why people want to have sex with that guy. He does not read sexy to me. I understand. Remy told us otherwise, but I'm not into it. Three. Again, it was brought up, like the houses in Valley Village, like what the fuck are these people doing? I really hope you guys are squirreling away your money. All the reality people listening, because <laughs> I'm sure there are so many, squirrel your money, squirrel it, save it. Just just put some, put some cash away, you know? And last but not least, that is the stupidest name for a sandwich shop I've ever heard in my entire life. And it almost makes me want to open up my own sandwich spot because, um, yeah, I found that all very disappointing. You know, again, we need better sandwiches in in L.A., but something about her? What? (sighs) Until next time.